1: Got <laughs> it.
2: Shoots it, deflected,
0: right in, Peter save rebound, Stastny, stopped by Peter Angelo. I don't believe that save, even it, is Peter Stastny. He can't believe the save that Peter Angelo
2: just made on him as Frankie sparked my, now that maneuver there to stop and rob Peter Stastny, You going get 5-10 to 10 for that. Oh. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Tendy Talk, presented by the BLPA Podcast Network. This week I chat with former St. Mary's University of Minnesota men's hockey teammate, Alan Knowles. Al and I hadn't seen each other since graduation in 2003, then a few weeks ago we got back on the ice together for a pickup skate. I can say that like my play, Al's hasn't changed one bit. We're just a little bit slower due to our older age. Without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Al, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Uh, Happy to have you. Somebody I've wanted to have on once I started it, so I'm happy we finally got calendars aligned. Definitely.
1: Yeah, sorry uh, we were kind of going back and forth (laughs) there, but uh, finally the stars aligned and definitely happy to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I I had uh, Richie on, I think it was episode two or three, and um, I said we're going to, and then I had Donnie on after that. I I, I told him we're going to have to kind of have a uh, St. Mary's goalie roundtable and maybe have Hopper uh moderated since he, he he had the mentality of a goalie he just didn't play yes.
1: goalie. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love Aaron Hopper yes yeah
2: <laughs> I, I saw him about two three years ago at the super rink so yeah is he living up in Duluth or is he living down here uh, I believe he's up in Duluth but he's doing some coaching stuff with USA hockey that brings him down to the cities oh okay nice yeah,
1: yeah I, I follow him on uh Facebook and Instagram and stuff and I I have seen, is he
2: coaching girls hockey? I think so. Yeah. So he and I were having an exchange about a year or two ago and he sends me a message and he goes, you're never going to guess who my assistant coach is. And I go, I I don't know who he goes, coach Olson. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. He said, uh, you know, they were just up there and I don't know how it worked out, but coach O was his assistant coach. He said it was really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 He went up to Scholastica right after yep. his uh, long, long tenure at St. Mary's. Well, how many years was he coaching there?
2: Oh, it was probably close I mean, to 30. Yeah. That was very impressive. I mean, he started with the outdoor rink, moved on to the bubble, and then to the the indoor rink. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah. 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 It was,
1: he- uh, you know, having the rink on campus like that, it was, uh, I mean, one of the main reasons to go to Saint Mary's yeah. wasn't it? I mean, just the access to ice all the time. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah. not only
2: having it on campus, but like Augsburg's got one on campus, even Gustavus has one on campus, but they share it with the community. And for us, it was it was yeah. just us, you know. In, yeah. in the off season, they would sometimes rent ice out to you know Winona Youth Hockey or the high school team, but during the season, it was just us.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love being able to skate. basically yeah. anytime we could.
2: Yeah, go over the lunch break, play some rebound with the boys, and then yeah. go to class. <laughs>
1: oh man,
2: yes, yeah, we I know, love Well, and I even it. had keys <laughs> to the rink as a Zamboni driver. So, <laughs> oh, that's right.
1: You know what? That's something I've always wanted to do—is drive the Zamboni. It, I don't know. It, is it, it tough? It yeah. was ours. Electric or was it gas? Yeah.
2: Well, when we got there, we had the old propane one that had rust holes in it, and it didn't even have a board brush, but uh, then, we, then we got the new electric one. It, it, it's not that hard. It's like the first time or two are scary because it's like, oh, my God, what am I doing? But after that, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty fun. Uh, do you remember when I would do the ice between the JV practice and the yes. women's practice? Yeah. I had to rush off and am yes. out there with <laughs> freezers and chest protector on, driving that thing around. That was, dude. You literally were the program. You did
1: everything, man.
2: Yeah. Well, that was one of the questions I had for Donnie when I had him on. So our freshman year, we had twenty six, if I remember right, goalies trying out.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, talking to Terry. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, yeah, you know, come down." And I'm like, "Oh, awesome, St. Mary's." Yeah. And then, yeah, getting down there in seeing the amount of goalies on that first day, I was like, uh, <laughs> in, I mean, I have made a mistake here. What's going on? But there were yeah, I was an absolute shock. I've never, I've never been a part of something that I guess that big growing up yeah. in small town you know? and
2: I remember that the first captain's practices with all those goalies, and there were only about two in that group yeah. that shouldn't have been out there. The rest, I mean, there, there was some good competition for goaltending and there was, there was, there was yeah. actually, uh,
1: I mean, wait, I think you said 20 something. well, I don't think you're joking. Yeah. no, that, That's pretty much what it was. So you didn't get that many shots in, in the trial, you no. know, cause you're constantly going through shuffling through the guys. Well, so and... it was hard to, you know, kind of get yourself to stand out, you know,
2: yeah. And we, so we have 26 goalies trying out for six positions, but really there were only two open spots.
1: And yeah. Cause uh, I mean, when we got there, Fred Henry, right, was here. senior.
2: Well, you had Freddie, then, you had Richie, Byron, and Frischman. Yep. Yeah. 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 Those four. So it was, you know, two, two open spots that you and I got. And I remember asking Donnie when I had him on the podcast, I was like, Donnie. 26 goalies yeah. <laughs> and I, I was clearly the last selection like what the heck were you guys you know what did you see in me what were you thinking and he said <laughs> almost what you said like I, I was the program he said it, it was more than just what what I was doing on the ice it was you know I, I, I you was, was of- Joe I mean
1: honestly what what it was to me with you is your love for hockey dude yeah I mean I love hockey and I know other guys that love hockey, but dude, your love for hockey—it ju- it just runs all the way through you, man. Well, and I,
2: I it, think that uh, working that hockey camp coming into freshman year is what yeah. got me on that team because they saw that they saw that I yeah. I, I yeah. was the locker room guy, you know, fastest yeah. door in the Mayak for four years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the thing, Joe. I mean, you played four years of college hockey
2: after yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, Jimmy the one that always says people, no, can't say that, no. people can't say that a lot of people
0: can't
1: say that
2: no you, you know I, I know some people are like oh well, you only played jv and it's like but i still played you yeah, know I I mean, dude, you,
1: got to, you got to lace my i mean and that's the thing now joe you look back mm-hmm. uh and i mean being old men now playing beer league hockey i mean that's the one thing that you just miss is the uh com- competition well, and you were still able to compete i mean those were yeah. still games that well, people and it, trying to win, it's just that that's what I miss the most, at least. I
2: don't know. I, I miss the competition in practice. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, are the games are fun, yeah, yeah, but it's the competition in practice. You know, pick picking on different guys before you go out on the ice and then they're coming down like, <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm gonna get you now. And you know, yeah. those are the ones. The one thing I don't miss is uh Dustin Noble after practice, uh, yeah. because he was naked guy. You know, he, he would come sta- stand o- over the laundry bench, just like Uh-oh. everything all out there. Hey guys, what <laughs> <you did laughs> practice today. <laughs>
1: oh god.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just some of the locker room stuff. Was it you that the after or during intermission, the one game, Manor comes busting into the locker room. He's like you. I know you got you in your locker and you're like, Oh shit. And he's like, yeah, give me something. Cause he he had tried quitting and was just Jones and you're like, uh, not yeah. supposed to have it, but yeah, here you go. <laughs> I
1: was like, I'm not sure what to say here, but here yeah. you go.
2: <laughs> so when Terry was uh, recruiting you, did he tell you anything about the six minute mile run on October 1st? No,
1: no. And, uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Nothing about that, but
1: uh, I still think, you know, with the six minute mile run, it's at the time I thought it was very unnecessary, but now being an older guy, looking back, it's, it's kind of necessary because you need to train in the summer. And that's yep. really the only way you're going to do that, unless you're like a Colin Emmons who's going to run a five minute mile, which, which is ridiculous. With, yeah, with nine, I remember Terry uh, telling me, I remember Terry. She's like, "Yeah, just try to keep up with Emmons." Yeah, I'm like, if I do that, I'm going to have a heart attack.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after the second of what was eight laps around that indoor track, I'll be dead. Well, after, oh, God, yeah, I think there's... my freshman year, I did it in five fifteen and like collapse. And then I Man, learned my 15. Yeah, I guess yeah. you had long legs too. And yeah. then, uh, but I don't like to run. And then I, uh, oh, ran. Me,
1: Jared, me and running do not mix well.
2: Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I learned that Scotty Becker ran track and yeah. I was always in the same group as him because of, yeah. uh, the last names. Um, and so he's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna pace myself. So keep up with me. And so for three years straight, I came in at 559.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but under six, that's all that matters.
2: Yeah. I, I, that matters. I, I owe it you the-, know what the worst
1: part about that, Joe, was at so like if you didn't if you didn't make the six minute mark, you had to constantly do it, you know, before the dry land training. Every day though. This, right. I would run that six minute mile, try to do it. We'll try to run it and then have to do the, the entire dry land training after just gas. Yeah. I was like,
2: Oh man. And I mean, but, you know, you it, gotta do it. We were into the season before you finally got it too. I remember it was, a couple uh, weeks. I, I don't even, I think it
1: was literally the week before and I didn't even, to be honest with you, I didn't even run it. He yeah. made me put on a bike, which I don't even know if I did on the bike either, yeah. <laughs> but he said I did. <laughs> but I, was like,
2: I, I remember Reska you, saying, me. if you have a knee injury, run it because the bike is harder. <laughs> yeah. The bike, the bikes literally, it's
1: no joke. I mean, cause you're going all out for six minutes. I mean, yeah, all out going as fast as you can for yeah, six minutes. If, Doing I rem- that long.
2: if I remember on the bike, you had to keep the RPMs above a certain yeah, Speed yeah. <laughs> The entire time, and as soon as you dipped below, you were done. That's why uh, Rusco is like, no. At least when you're running, you can kind of slow down yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. You no, know,
1: no joke. But I, then the more, I mean, I've talked to other guys. Like I thought it was just the St. Mary's thing, and I've talked to other yeah, guys. Yeah, it was like a Mayak thing. One through well, D one through D three. Yeah. A lot of schools had that same requirement, and I guarantee it's just to make sure the guys are actually doing. You know what yeah. they're supposed to be doing in the in the summer yeah
2: well, so, and when you're talking about 18 to 20 year old kids yeah well you look at what kids have access to today and yes you know if we had half of that stuff how much better of a goaltender would we have been yeah, yeah. i mean are you
1: just talking about the training that they have now and the equipment and, Oh, tr-
2: access to you know Information, videos. Oh yes, definitely. Oh,
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, I've spent nights on YouTube, and it's amazing. Like, just all the instructional video that's out there. I mean, you you can have live feeds, and actually, this is something that uh, I've thought of personally: is uh, like having some sort of uh, helmet cam on the goalie, where you could physically take visual shots. Have you seen this makes? I'm not sure if this makes any sense, but like before the game to like physically see the puck coming in like that.
2: The, the um, Sense Arena, it's, it's a program through the Oculus, that virtual yeah. reality thing. That's exactly what it is. So you can do- Oh, really? So pre- they already have this? Yeah. They already, I didn't and know this.
1: Okay.
2: Some NHL teams are actually using it with their goalies for pregame stuff where they throw the Oculus on. Now they can you know watch the puck and wa- watch it into their gloves. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. yeah.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but sometimes before I play, like, I will literally uh, watch some guy's YouTube channel that just has, like, the GoPro from the back of yep. the net kind of perched up. Yeah, so you're not watching just my seeing the shots. Yeah, but just seeing the shots coming, I don't know. For me, it just kind of – it's like a yeah. mental warm-up, I guess. I don't
2: know. That no, I, I get that because that was the one – one of the things I loved the most about college hockey is, you know, we picked our two shooters – to shoot at mm-hmm. us in that early part and to me that's all the warm-up I needed you know yeah. I, I would get in the you know line rushes and everything but it was give me those five minutes and I always <laughs> picked uh Becker was one of them and I forget who, I usually yeah because
1: well, you them. don't you know Becker wouldn't hit you in the head
2: right you know the, the last guy I'd be picking uh sorry
1: if you're listening to this Nick Meeker <laughs> Meeker, and, uh,
2: <laughs> and Joe Duda <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Nick Meeker. I mean, I've never been hit in the head as hard ever in my life as he did in practice. So literally, you know, you know what it's like, Joe, when you get your yeah. new helmet. Oh yeah. So, this, uh, I think it was my sophomore year. I just got my brand new equipment, brand new, uh, helmet and it was like second or third warm up shot. Nick Meeker comes down right in the slot. It takes a slap shot. Oh yeah. This thing hit me so far, fo- like right right here in the head yep and next thing i remember is i think it was Mira or i hope i'm pronouncing her name right the trainer oh girl.
2: myra yeah
1: myra yeah all i remember is her waking up or waking up in the uh the
2: penalty box she's like are you okay and i was like what just what just happened <laughs> do you remember my concussion oh. freshman year when i got ran Yes, dude. Oh my god! The one game nobody's mom or dad was there videotaping the game because really? I I hear it was I I remember uh, Jeff Rose telling me he's like, dude, you were parallel with the ice facing down, and your body went like this, and then head came down. I was like, oh. And our yeah. trainers were not quality at the time down there because because of the delayed mm-hmm. whistle, I was just well, lying in. there until that's, I heard. That's that's heard right. Exactly. Okay. Um, but I, I was just <laughs> lying there and then I heard the whistle and then I got up, so they never came out to check on me. So if you remember, I was holding on to the crossbar to finish the game making saves <laughs> Didn't let, we were playing one of those junior B teams, so we pretty much had the game in hand oh,
1: you know what some of those, th- those were some of the raw oh, games, man playing those wow. junior teams <laughs> I remember who was the, who was the guy was it uh? I can't remember the kid's name, but during one of those games, it was our freshman year. He yeah. just got wrecked, but then he ended up coming down to St. Mary's. Yes, yeah, Brosnan.
2: <laughs> what? No, I remember that because he got hit, and his helmet came up in the back, and his head came oh. into the dashboard, and yeah. uh, he just started. Ble- they took him out into the snow to stop. Dude, I, I
1: was, I was. Ooh, that was scary. Yeah, I yeah, that. That
2: and I, that I forget who scary. hit him, but they wound up becoming like great friends afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
2: remember, but he was cool, he was cool. Yeah, Bresnahan was uh, an interesting fella. Um, (laughs) I I still remember, from what I remember of that game, is we we always had that box of fruit in the locker room afterwards. And I hate that. Sorry, what did you say? We always had that box of fruit in the locker room after a game. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was halfway through an apple when I'm like, I don't like apples. Like what, what? What am I doing? And, and I just started looking up. It's like, did I get hit in the game? And they're like, <laughs> you got rocked. So yeah. I, I yeah, was just had my hard. bottoms on. And I walked onto the trainer's room, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" I was like I was told I got hit. And they're like, <laughs> "Oh, you got." So and varsity was willing enough to go to Hamlin for a game. Yeah. And you know, so they're doing the test, and she's like, "You got a concussion. Do you have anybody that can watch you back in the dorm?" It's like. I don't know, probably. And yeah. Terry's standing there. He's like, Bondo, go shower up. You're coming with us. And poor Trotch <laughs> was a healthy scratch that night, but still making the trip. So I man. had to sit next to him on the bus and every little bump or whatnot, I was feeling nauseous. He's like, oh God, this kid's going to puke all over me. <laughs> yeah, Trotch,
1: man. I uh, I ran into I, him. I remember, the, I remember the first time like talking to him and thinking... Oh, what a what a sweet last name. Yeah. You know, like, dude. And then I, I asked him, I'm like, dude, do you know Brian Traccian? <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, that's my dad. And I was like, no way. Like, I cause I was like, there's like, how? how could how could this kid come to St. Mary's yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: I ran into him about two years ago uh my boy was playing baseball uh we were in the Edina tournament and we're yeah. playing Edina and there's this night nine, number 19 on Edina with the last name Trachi I went really yeah. and so I yeah. looked down the third baseline and there's Trach and Joey standing there with oh. their other two little kids so I went up to him after the game and said hi yeah. and uh but it was just funny. I was like, of course your kid's gonna wear nineteen. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just one of the one of the most humble, coolest oh, yeah. kids ever. And his dad is just an Uber legend yeah. in hockey, you know. Just yeah. And I remember seeing him at the rink just being like, Oh my god, like starstruck. You know, yeah. basically, because I mean, I grew up, these guys were idols. Yeah. That Islanders team, unbelievable. Billy Smith, I think I did uh, sixth or seventh grade like a uh, huge report just on Billy Smith. <laughs>
2: I, I was yeah. in uh, Terry's office during tryout sophomore year. It mm-hmm. was at like, two weeks of dry land. And I, and we always had Saturday, Sunday dry land. And I, I go into his office. I was like, I got to miss, you know, dry land this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand his tryouts. And he's like, well, what's, what's your reasoning? And I go, my cousin's getting married. And my mom and dad say, I have to go home for it. And he's like, yeah. okay good good excuse and is there and he's like yeah that that's kind of why I'm here I have to miss tryouts this weekend too and Terry's like what you got a cousin getting married too he's like no the Islanders want to retire my dad's number or something and I guess I (laughs) gotta be there and (laughs) we're like oh okay (laughs) I don't know if that's a good reason (laughs) yeah it's just
1: and he had so many crazy stories like playing hand hockey with Kelly Rudy I'm like just like
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah well in his stories of uh yager coming home with his dad to play you know nhl 94 and he always yeah had, yeah he was like yeah he always, <laughs> always had He's to like, be the penguin so it in, yeah, it, it, he
0: could be himself
2: yeah yeah but he would tell these stories as oh. if like all of us had yeah i have things. some
1: hard feelings about that that 91's uh penguins team yeah and they played the stars yeah, I'm well, bitter
2: about it, but. I'm so bitter about the 92 team when they played the Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they
1: yeah, were good. Tom Barrasso, too. Was he, uh, was
2: Tom Barrasso, was he U.S.? Yeah, he's U.S. born. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So I, I want to get into some of the stuff I typically talk about. So yeah. you, you start playing hockey because you're from Minnesota, from the Iron Range. But if I remember right, you're Korean born. And you were adopted. So let's start there. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Basically, this is how
1: how I even got into hockey. Yeah. Is uh, my mom just kind of was like, hey, did you want to try to to play hockey, you know, meet some friends? And I was like, oh, sure, you know, whatever. So I go, I'll never forget this. I'll go, I went to my first... Uh, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't even a tryout. It was just like a skate before the tryout. Yeah. So we always had like two or three skates and then you actually had the physical tryout. And
2: what age is this?
1: Oh, this was squirts. So how old are squirts?
2: Yeah. Well, that's about when I started skating. So that's probably like (laughs) fourth, fifth grade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I started late though. So I came in, it was like the second to last year of squirts or something like that. So all my buddies and stuff, they had already had a year above me skating. Yeah. So I, I had no idea about hockey, never skated in my life.
2: How, how did well, you? Know that's I that's how
1: the- I got put back in the net. Cause the coach, <laughs> <laughs> the coach was like, Hey, you should try goalie then. Cause you don't really have to skate around, you know, you just got to stop the puck. And I was like, Oh, I can definitely do that. And so I remember getting on the ice and I just was able to skate towards the net. I don't know i don't ever really remember not being able to skate which is something weird but i i guarantee there was a time where i could not skate
2: so let me ask this you're growing up in hermantown but not knowing about hockey
1: yeah i didn't because none of i i mean the people that i was growing up with at the time nobody in that area really played hockey, except for one of my mom's friends, Okay, was a hockey coach for a team in Duluth. And I think he was one of the ones that was kind of maybe pushing my mom to be like, hey, you should maybe introduce them to hockey. You know, it's yeah. a good social, you know, socializing with other kids
2: and just- Yeah, because you you're, you're quite the wallflower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <something like>
1: that. <laughs> but then, yeah. So then squirts happened and um, you know, nobody really wanted to play goalie back then. Everybody yeah. wanted to score the goals. Yep. And what I loved about goalies, you never had to come off the ice. So yep. I was always on the ice for the whole entire game. I got to play in every game, you know, and just something about you being the last line of defense. Yeah. And stopping stopping the puck. That's it's fun to me. Yeah. It was yeah. it was fun to me. And I loved it.
2: <clears throat> well and, and, I never and wanted to come off the ice, you know. You make that save on a breakaway and like everybody yeah. wants to be your friend in the locker room afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. You know? uh,
1: yeah. And then it can go the exact opposite way. Oh, I remember yeah. there was uh in peewee's in peewee's uh where a plan in I'm not sure if it was regional or not. It wasn't regionals, but I'm not even sure if it was a playoff game. But I remember it was towards the end of the season where I went to play the puck and I went to shoot it off the boards, completely whiffed on it, and it literally, like, bounced right onto some dude's stick that was about five feet to the left of me, and he just shot right in the net. Yeah. So it was like, trying to explain that one coming back in the locker room. Yeah. Not, not so much, but yeah, when you do make the big stop. Definitely. So
2: you're, you're playing hockey in Hermantown, which yeah. for those not familiar, Hermantown is, it's an underrated powerhouse in Minnesota hockey. I mean, everybody thinks Edina, yeah. uh, Roseau, Warroad, you know, those schools, but Hermantown has just a story to a history so y- you yeah I would up-
1: definitely say so now. I mean, not necessarily when I was growing up. I mean, yeah, we were trying to make the name for ourselves, and I remember in Pee Wees, our coach telling us like we were going to be the ones that were going to put Hermantown on the map. So yeah. we had that mentality all the way, kind of growing up through Pee Wees, Bantams, and then obviously in high school. But yeah, we like to think that we were kind of the the spearhead of this whole big machine that is Hermantown. Now, I mean, I've, I go back to Hermantown now. It's so different. Yeah. I might guess. The hockey's still the same uh, for the most part, but yeah, the, the city itself is just, it, it's huge now.
2: Yeah. I'm going to be up that way. And uh, end of June, my in-laws live, it, well, they have a Blake uh, home up in the Nashwalk area. And oh, okay. uh, so we're, we're going up there for my son's birthday, but he wants to go to the Duluth Air Show because it's on his birthday. So we're going. to Oh, sure. sweet! Yeah, we'll that's over. right.
1: That's actually in Hermantown. The airport. Okay.
2: Okay. So yeah. So yeah. we'll be there. You'll be driving uh, right
1: through there. Yeah. You should go to the rink. Uh, the rink it looks super cool. Um, they have I think three outdoor rinks that's okay. connected, kind of right to the main rink. Cool and that's that to me is what made hermantown hockey hermantown hockey are these outdoor rinks what because is, these kids i mean they're skating those they'll, they'll have practice right yeah <laughs> and then they skate after practice and then they're skating out there cuz it's all free ice yeah they and they Zamboni and everything out there too so you have kids out there and on the weekends i mean
2: after school I think that's extreme. true of that whole region because Duluth still has their, you know, might. Glen and, Avon. Yeah. Glen sport. Avon
1: is the last, I think it's the last outdoor rink um, or outdoor program. I yeah. should say outdoor program,
2: you know, they, they, yeah. they have them up there too. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's easier than, I mean, even down here in the cities, it doesn't get as cold as long so I they can start the, the season with outdoor yes. ice
1: I mean I remember it was like god it was a while ago maybe 10 years ago I remember talking to a kid and he had never skated outdoors and I, I'm like why you know you never skated outdoors even I, like, skated, like, outdoors I? Huh? Even skated outdoors
2: in Chicago huh even I skated outdoors in Chicago yeah, no, no,
1: I, I just thought it was crazy. And he's like, why would you skate outdoors when you can skate indoors? I was like, well, I guess, I mean. It is warmer,
2: <laughs> I, I give you that.
1: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's, I mean, when you're skating outdoors, right, and especially uh, for forwards in, in, well, you know, the anybody besides a goalie, I should say, you're playing on chippy ice, you're learning how to handle the puck, you know, yep. navigating through chaos, and playing on horrible ice, which, I mean, let's face it, when you do get into the bigger leagues, um, you know, college and on from there, the ice is never
2: good towards the end of the game
1: or no. even towards the end of the period. I yeah. don't know.
2: We, we had some pretty darn good ice at St. Mary's because of Denny. Yeah, it's true. That's really <laughs> Denny really took care of that ice. So you're playing in Hermantown and you make the high school team. Uh, and then your senior year, you guys make it to the state tournament. You know, my
1: junior, my junior and senior year we did. Okay. Uh, My junior year, I didn't really play. I think I only played in like six games. My junior year, uh, we had another goalie ahead of me named Chris Opal, who was phenomenal. And he got us to the championship game. My junior year ended up losing to Eveleth Gilbert still kind of bitter about that but it's all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then yeah my senior year when I actually got to play uh we we did make it through um and made it to a state tournament end up playing Benilde St. Margaret's yep nailed St. Margaret's which we'll go into the story right now while we're actually talking about yeah Benilde.
2: so Benilde St. Margaret's had a goalie by the name of Rig- David Rogalski. Oh, David Rogalski. Yeah, the current New Jersey Devils goalie coach.
1: Yes, David Rogalski. If you're listening to this, you need to send me a stick. <laughs> <Or something>. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, this guy, and I've told this story so many times. It's, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> this guy not only ends my high school career,
2: well, let, let's because, start there, how that ends.
1: Okay, so so how this ends, we, we meet in the state tournament, and at that time in the state tournament, they didn't do a seeding like they do now, where you have, yeah. like, you know, they rank a one through whatever, yeah. six. And we end up playing, we got the draw at 7.05 on Wednesday, and we're playing Benelton St. Margaret's. I think we were number two in state. They They were number one at the mm-hmm. time. And so this game was actually pretty good and uh, it ends up going into overtime two, two. And I will say this, David, you did make some unbelievable saves in that overtime period, (laughs) but Troy Riddle who uh, ends up scoring the, the, the GW in OT uh, and, uh, and I'm not sure if anybody has this tape. Hopefully they don't. <laughs> but obviously, you know, it ends up going through me five hole, which we all know that's a, that's a problem child for me. <laughs> and uh, so we end up losing that game. And I say he ends my high school career because basically in the state tournament, after you lose, and especially in the quarterfinals, I mean, they do have a separate, you know, yeah. consolation bracket. But let's be real, that's that's pointless. Yeah. Because your whole dream is to win the
2: state tournament, well, not to just go to the state It's tournament. so pointless that this year they didn't even have the consolation bracket.
1: Yeah, and, and they shouldn't. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, that game, it's played at, what, 9 in the morning?
2: Yeah, over at Ritter. You're so,
1: you're so mentally, like, drained and just, you know – I mean you, you want to play that game because it yeah. could be your last high school game, but at the same time it's just so pointless. So
2: you but know? what we also have to take away from that loss to Benilde is yeah. the very next year watching the state tournament in Ed's Hall, every yeah. time they cut <laughs> to a commercial break, they use the same clip. And oh yes, getting scored yes, on on a breakaway. And all of just us
0: teammates
1: every time yeah. All every of- time, Joe, every time I see that, you know, it's just one more peg in the heart, man. And all
2: <laughs> of those teammates were so sensitive to this that every time they went to commercial, we would look at it and be like, Oh, are you gonna save it this time? And then they would score, like, <laughs> oh no, it goes in again.
1: <laughs> yeah, just totally tough. And that team, I mean this is a thing. Both those teams, my that my Hermit Town team from 99. Uh, yeah. That penalty, I mean, you got to look back at these rosters to it. Yeah. There yeah. was some, there was some unbelievable talent on both of these teams man. and I wish we could, uh, I wish there was a way, um, you know, that we could go back and, you know, watch these games on YouTube. Like I wish uh, channel 45 would like, I'm not sure if
2: there's a way to get those older games or. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're on tape somewhere in their archives.
1: Yeah, and I know a ton of people that have them on like VHS now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> good luck finding a, a VHS. Yeah. Somebody's gotta convert it to a, you know yeah. digital file. So Rogalski ends your career in high school.
1: Yes, his team his team uh, definitely did that. And he you know the thing with Dave with that game too is god, he, he played good, dude. He yeah. played good, you know, and it's, it's just tough to tough to swallow. Because uh, in that game, and this is why I want everybody to go back and rewatch this game, there was a goal that was called off. I mean, Wild fans, you're going to know all about this. (laughs) But, yeah, there was a goal called off in that third period that, I don't know, I don't know. David, you, you know, maybe you could tell your side of that story someday.
2: (laughs) You know, I've – There was a disallowed goal that will still haunt us forever. I've tried reaching out to him, but he's a pretty – uh, quiet guy in terms of social media and stuff so i, I would love yeah, to get his I side of it that.
1: you know yeah. i actually respect that
2: yeah so do i i yeah. i know he uh he if he's not on the ice he likes to be out fishing so yeah (laughs) i get
1: that this is why it's this is why it's so tough to even be mad at this kid i know (laughs) good job this is okay so let's get back to this yeah so
2: so he ends your high school career yeah so he
1: ends my high school career you
2: go to st mary's and then go to st
1: mary's and i'm thinking st mary's you know and this is after all that you know it took me it took me a long time to get I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure if I'm still over that loss. Yeah. But it took me a long time to learn how to cope with losing like that.
2: Yeah. And
1: then getting down to St. Mary's, I'm like, oh, fresh start. Yeah. You know, I'm going to refocus my energy. And in the know, meantime. Back on, back on hockey and,
2: and and get back into this. And In the meantime, and- Dave's off playing junior hockey.
1: Yes. So Dave's off playing junior hockey, which. Um, At the same time, you know, that's something that maybe I should have done too, is go to juniors. But at the time, I had some family issues with going to juniors. So I end up, you know, just going to college, which is good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so David, he's off playing at juniors. I go down to St. Mary's and thinking, I'm never going to see this kid ever get, like, I was like, oh, you know, just, you know, dust in the wind now, right? Yeah. (laughs) And so what was it, my... Junior Was it year. my junior year? Yeah. yeah, my junior year. So, three, you know, two years of service in there. Junior year, I see this guy. I'm looking down the roster, right? You you get it? I'm looking down the roster, seeing who all these new goalies are. Yep. And I'm like, I see, I see the Rogalski name, which immediately just starts. These, these bad, these bad thoughts, these bad, you, be thoughts, you know? Yep. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this can't be the same guy, right? This can't be, this can't be. and sure enough, you know, I see him. I'm like, Hey dude. And I just said, Hey, I didn't, I didn't really want to talk to him much about yeah. anything. Cause you know, you're going through tryouts, dude. That's, yep. that's zone. <laughs> yeah. you know, hit it to win it. But just then the more I got to know Dave, the more like I actually talked to him and him and I actually talked about it. Yeah. Um, I think he's still, you know, we talked about that disallowed goal and, you know, I'm pretty sure he's under the opinion that, uh, yeah, it should have been disallowed, which the refs called it disallowed. So whatever it is,
2: refs get things wrong all the time, though. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, we all know how refs can be. Yep. But yeah, the more I got to know Dave, the more it's like, God, this guy's actually cool. (laughs) You know, you'd see him out at the bar or playing foosball. It's like, ah, you can't really be mad at this cat. But then, you know, the tryout happens in, you know, I didn't have the best. I didn't, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't have the greatest tryout. So, yeah, well, and I think by a lot of this is on me, a lot of this is on my shoulders, but I didn't have the greatest tryout. And uh, I remember going up to Donion's office and he, he was the one who wanted to tell me man to man, which I appreciate. Yep. And he's like, you know what, we got, we're going to keep this, this freshman Rogalski, you know, and, and I, I think we're, uh, you know, going to, going to give him your spot there. Well, and here's, <laughs> the other, whoa,
2: whoa. here's the other thing about that junior year. Talk about a tale of two seasons. Freshman year, we had 26 goalies try out junior mm-hmm. year. We had five. Mm-hmm. So I think in that tryout, we all knew we had a spot on the roster. So I think yeah, there was a yeah. little bit of, not necessarily lackadaisical, but it was like, I don't have to go balls for the walls. No.
1: And, and, you know, and that's what it was. And, you know, we're juniors at the time. Right. You know, we're thinking we're these up. guys
2: know who we are because it was me and uh mm-hmm. greener who are the JV yes. goalies. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: And just, I mean, I don't know it's tough to talk about now. yeah, because <laughs> at that time it was just so better, but yeah. Uh, him and S came in. That yeah. Year. You know, and Ryan, dude, Ryan S was really good. Yeah. Where, where did he, did he go to the Angels? Did he what? Did he go to Holy Angels in high school? Yeah. He did went to Holy work? Angels. Um,
2: now now he's got yeah. a goalie school pretty successful yeah. here in the city. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty
1: good. Yeah. But yeah, um, Yeah, and then David came down, and then basically Donnie was like, you know, freshman versus junior. Which at the time you're pretty upset, you know, you're pretty upset. But looking back now, it's like if I'm in that position as a coach, I'm making that same decision, right? Exactly decision. So at the time, very upset, and I actually uh, that was my last year of hockey. And this is what I'm saying, Joe, you played four years of college hockey. This is yep. something that, you know, I will never be able to say, you know, a lot of other guys cannot say they played four years of yeah. college hockey.
2: But you got that varsity jacket. I, you know, that, that's yeah, something I, mean, I it still It is what wish.
1: it is. You play, you, you know, you, you, it is what it is there.
2: Yeah.
1: I, 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 I think remember. looking back, Joe, I would trade my varsity letters for four years. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I, I <laughs> I'll say that much right now.
2: And especially the uh, you older
1: older guy now, you look back at that those are precious years that you have in hockey. Yep. So anybody I, listening I, to this thinking of you know dropping it or whatever just don't because you will regret it later. It's, I don't it's complain.
2: I don't complain about my four years because I knew I was the bottom goalie on the depth chart because I belonged there you know, I, I think it was our first JV practice when Terry had us all look around <laughs> because so many of us were the big dogs in our own programs. He's like, look around, you guys are all in JV and you're yeah. mad about it right now. He's like, keep that, you know, but yeah, know, know your role. That's know that funny, each baby. one of you has a role on this team and it's important that you play it. And it's like, I looked around, I was like, I know what yeah. my role is. It's to be the number three backup JV goalie. So I'm going to
1: Yeah. And that's something, you know, that's something that I had to learn way, you know, way later in life, because you're right, Joe, when you are the guy growing up, you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say babied, but you're, you're, you're always kind of pushed, you know, in the right direction. And and people are always supporting you. And it's tough. The moment you don't get that, you know, (laughs) the moment, the moment you get that pushback, you know, it's, it's a tough, it's tough. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, learning that lesson later on in life, uh, is tough, is tough for sure. But you know, as long as you learn the lesson, right? Um,
2: yeah, you know, and you, you don't hold the grudges later on. So, no, you,
1: no, and I look back at it now, Joe, because there was a time where I was like, man, maybe I should have went to juniors first, and you just never know what can happen from there, yeah. But then you look back, I mean. I love St. Mary's. We had nothing but good times there. I made so many good friends. We had so many good times. Those summer camps too. I mean, those were so much fun. It's it's crazy. People are like, you're going back to school. I'm like, yeah, I'm going back to school, but I'm I'm going to... I'm getting three meals a, a day.
2: I'm getting to skate yeah. several hours out of the day. And oh, yeah. They're yeah gonna and get those amazing. night
1: skates, those night skates oh. were unbelievable. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they pretty good. We made what, like 800 bucks a week? But the thing yeah. was, you do that for five weeks and you had zero expenses for five weeks. Yeah. So Cause we didn't, you know, you didn't pay
1: for board. You, you know. take
2: all that money home. It was th- yeah. that freshman year, uh, going into freshman year, I worked at that hockey camp. I came home put all my money in the bank, went over to the pro shop. And that's when I bought my Vaughn legacies, I'm still wearing, you yes. know, I, I bought oh that. Oh my God. I camera. saw that.
1: I saw a picture you put on Facebook about that. And you just forget like how old that equipment is. That's yes. vintage. It's vintage now. It's from the 1900s, it's
2: literally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you talk about hockey camp and I got, I got to share one of my favorite all-time hockey camp yeah. stories. It's turnover day. It's Sunday morning, and Coach Olson's walking this mom and dad and their young hockey player through Benild yeah. to show them the dorms that their kid's moving into. And here <laughs> is Ale. And we're in the Mississippi River Valley in these cinder block <laughs> dorms with no air conditioning. So you're sleeping with your do- door wide open, but mm-hmm. you're also sleeping in your underwear on top of your covers. You're just passed out, like, ah. And Coach well, okay, Oson Joe, you
1: remember up. you remember how hot
2: that dorm was? Oh night. God, yeah!
1: And uh, I don't think we had AC, or if we no. did, it
2: did not work well. The only air conditioner was in the common room, so there, yeah, there were oh, some some of those crossover nights. If there weren't any campers, we would all sleep in the yeah, common room, yeah,
1: yeah because it was the only place for AC. I remember that now. I, I
2: remember, I remember that, Coach O telling us down. <laughs> well, they did tear down Eds. That place, yeah, no, and I agree with ads being torn down yeah. first. As my wife said, it, the only thing holding those walls together were the uh, <laughs> STDs, probably.
1: Yeah, but
2: um, so 100%. Coach Ho is walking this family past your room. You're passed out in nothing but underwear, and <laughs> he comes up. He goes, "Well, this is Alan, one of our counselors. Looks like he's still uh, worn out from last <laughs> night's skating." Just <laughs> quietly closes the door doesn't wake you up did he even say anything to you later I don't even,
1: yeah I, I mean I remember I remember guys talking about after but I mean, keep on
2: I was dead asleep <laughs> uh, I, I remember PT telling the story and we're just dying at the breakfast because <laughs> you didn't even make it to breakfast because we're all like, Where's Ale? And PT's like, Oh, let me tell you the story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Joe, I needed I needed at least ten hours of sleep every day.
2: Oh yeah. Easily. <laughs> oh that that was uh... <laughs> Yeah. That that was a fun year. Yes. Um, Yeah, I I work camp every year except between junior and senior year because that's when I had an internship back in Chicago but consequently where was
1: your internship at
2: ABC news I was yeah I interned at ABC because when I would go home and play pickup hockey at Johnny's Ice House one of the reporters from ABC would come out and skate with us and so I got in touch with him and it's like hey I want to intern in the sports department they didn't have it. It was kind of behind the ball. And so ABC gets back to me they're like, Hey, we don't have anything open in sports, but uh, Rob said, if you want, you can intern with him in news. And it was an awesome internship because rat yeah. hockey started at like 11 and we usually didn't have to be at the station till like two. So we'd go play rat hockey, shower up. And then we'd head into the station, um, yeah. most days, but it was about second or third week. Um, so Billy Zito, who's the Florida general manager, he was skating with us all the time. He was still a player agent at the time. Yeah. So B- Billy was skating with us, and some of the guys he represented were starting to come out. But them skating with us wasn't doing them any service. One one of the guys that skated with us, uh, he was missing half of his fingers from a construction accident. So he, he wasn't very strong on his stick. We had fa- <laughs> Father Murray, a 72-year-old retired Navy chaplain, you know, geez awesome having him out on the ice he had some of the dirtiest jokes Um yes. <laughs> but it was like oh, skating crazy. with him isn't helping so zito gets these guys the hour before and it was mm-hmm. like a couple days later um brad norton he was a fighter for la comes up to me he's like hey we need a goalie tomorrow you want to come skate with us it's like yeah like, yeah and so yeah. after that it was like the rest of the summer i'm skating with them and uh I, I remember I went home and I went, we're at dinner and I go to mom and dad's like, Hey, I need 15 bucks for tomorrow. And they're like, what? Cause usually Rob would buy my lunch. Cause he knew I was working an unpaid internship. And I go, uh, I explained it to him. It's like, yeah, these pro guys want me to skate with them. And they're like, okay. So they start giving me 15 bucks a day to go skate with these guys. And it was about the fourth or fifth day. And, um, I read in the paper that morning that Joe Corvo had signed a new three-year, $5 million contract. And then he pulls up to the rink in his brand new H2 Hummer. And he's oh – and, after, you know, before practice, he's showing off his new tattoo he just got because of the signing bonus and everything. And after practice, he's complaining about the 15 bucks, And I just so happen to be sitting next to him. And I go, you got to be shitting me. At this, the whole locker room goes quiet. I'm the only non-pro – player in the, in the locker room. And he's like, what? $15 is a lot. I go, did I read in the paper this morning? You signed a new $5 million contract? Yeah. Is that your new Hummer out front? Yeah. He said, I'm working an unpaid internship. You don't hear me bitching, do you? And he just kind of <laughs> hangs his head and he goes, I got you covered today. But to his yeah, credit, I got you covered today. <laughs> he made sure the rest of the summer, somebody had my bill covered for the day.
1: Yeah. Like, and as a goalie, you should be paying Joe.
2: Well, and the, I'm a dozen,
1: man. It, a it, a dozen.
2: it was funny because uh, Zito wasn't there that day. And th- then the discussion, because Rob Brown was skating with us, he won cups with Pittsburgh and Trottier's teams. And uh, he's like, yeah. What is it with him charging goalies? This is BS. He knows it better. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, we need to we need start a petition. Goalies
1: should never have to pay to play. Yeah,
2: really, really but yeah, that, that was a great summer of uh, talk about feeling confident going back into uh, tryouts. And th- That was another year where we had seven goalies trying out because it was mm-hmm. S, Rogalski, Greener. Uh, Wait, was
1: this, was this uh, your senior year? Senior or, year, uh, senior year yeah. Okay.
2: Then we had this new yeah. kid from Omaha, Curtis nozzle, uh, who wound up being the varsity goalie that year. He started out in JV. And then we had, uh, Chris Kegley. Yeah, Where
1: was Hey, What, what was the Curtis nozzle? story? Where was he from? He, did he play? Omaha Ju- Nebraska. I don't think so. Oh, he was, he's just from Omaha. I thought he yeah. played juniors at Omaha. No, he's from Omaha. Oh,
2: okay. Um, and then we had Chris Kegley and, um, Oh, who is the other little goofball? Oh, this is gonna bug me. I can't out.
1: remember. But at that time was I in I, I remember after after I quit my junior year. Yeah. I went to Italy for a semester. Yes. That's what I did. Yeah, that that's what I did to try to cope with not playing hockey. Because yeah. it was my first time. I mean, think about that. The first time and probably I don't know, 16 years of yep. something that I hadn't played hockey. So it was just so yeah. funny.
2: Well, I, I, remember I remember going over there that year. Terry called me into the uh, coach's room, and him and uh, Donnie were sitting in there. And they go, Look, we don't typically do this. He said, But we're going to keep four JV goalies this year. You're going to be the fourth goalie. You're probably not going to get any playing time, but you've given too much to his program to not let you skate one more year. You know? So it's like I yeah,
1: knew that, going in 100 100% Joe. I mean like yeah. you're saying though dude, guys like you 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 need to be in that locker room. You you, you really yeah. do. I mean the locker room and a lot of people don't get it how much just that locker room atmosphere in the, the communication locker room. Yep. The team bonding that needs to happen in that locker room. I mean if it's not there you're not going to win. I'm yep. telling you right now you're just not going to win or yeah. championships I should say you're going to win games you're yeah
2: you may not win well that, that year because Oxford uh, was still hosting the Oxford uh, Cup the JV championship yeah. tournament and uh, we wound up winning it that year um, Curtis played those games I think it was either him or Greener I forget which one um, yeah. but we wound up winning the game and me and Scott Becker were the two seniors on the team and so they you know they had us right. go accept the hardware they're like no you you guys get that and
1: that's awesome.
2: Uh, I, I was looking at that picture not too long ago. because so I don't know if you heard, but Becker uh, passed away. Yeah, heart no, I, um, I couldn't.
1: I couldn't honestly believe it when I saw it. Yeah,
2: I was no, like, he's such you know, a good person. But he yes. he was that quiet leader, and I was more of the vocal one uh, yeah. in that locker room as seniors. Uh, so, so it, it was. Yeah. He always had that shitty grin on his face too. Like you knew he was getting up, getting into trouble without getting into trouble (laughs) He was doing stuff. But uh, yeah, so they had us, but I still remember sitting in the Augsburg arena and they only had like what, one or two shower heads in those locker rooms still to this day. And uh, so it was going to be a while till I needed to take my shower to get on the bus, head back to Winona. And (laughs) Terry could tell, I, there was a reason I wasn't taking my equipment off because it was going to be the last time I took that sweater off. And yeah. I, you know, I'm seeing how many guys are left to still, you know, get cleaned up. And finally, he looks at me. He's like, "It's time." I was like, "I know." You know, t- taking that jersey off one last time was uh, not easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: it's tough, man, because you just you just love it so much, right? And just yep. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, so I've got some other notes that I've been writing down after our Monday skates when I filled in. So we've, we've talked yeah. about some of them, your new helmet. Um, yeah. One of them you wanted to touch about, though, is the Belfour save that is in my opening.
1: Yes. So
2: <laughs> I mean, that, that save. Right I've been across I Benet. will
1: never forget that. because Not only – I mean, it was against Sergey Fedorov, if I'm not mistaken. Yes
2: with his white Nike, who
1: was at the time he was the ovechkin crosby of yeah. the nhl i mean people need to remember sergey fedorov who has been erased from i don't i feel like like you play uh, i'm not sure if you've ever played nhl uh hockey oh yeah uh, like playstation or xbox but yeah he's not he's not like one of the heroes on there i'm like how is sergey fedorov not on this list yeah i don't That's get crazy.
2: it crazy I still have a pair of the white Nike rollerblades like the oh ones Oh my god. They are some of the most <laughs> comfortable boots I've ever had.
1: Oh, Sergey Federal. But yeah, that that glove save, <laughs> I mean, I just remember
2: sorry, I got <laughs> I got my puppy here. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got a I got the same kind of dog. It's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, that that glove save,
1: I, I'll never forget cuz I watched that game live and just yes. seeing it was just so jarring to the mind because it's like a wide open net and then all yes. of a sudden you just see this this Cooper magical glove come yes. out of nowhere. In- I mean, it has to be, honestly, like when people ask me what's the greatest glove save, that to me is the greatest glove
2: save I have ever seen on TV. Let's not Watch discount that Cooper Reactor 5 setup he had. It's actually on my phone case. I think that you is, is the greatest all-time looking setup the way he had yes. it with the the black and white with just a little bit of red it's like oh yes yeah, yeah that yeah. same i made one like that in a high school spring league game no <laughs> oh but God. instead of going to my left i literally dove straight out like this across the net and i catch it in the glove and i remember oh, after the game one of my teammates is like that was awesome how did you do that and as he's asking me, i'm taking my chest protector off and i just so happen to be wearing a superman t-shirt and he's like, no, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's was like, timing couldn't have been any better. And he's yes. like, you're wearing that shirt the rest of the spring season. <laughs> we yes. play. It oh, was just, yeah. The funniest. It is kind of funny how superstitious we get. Because I don't know if you remember, I wore the same pair of socks for every game. Yeah. To the point no, that I the do. bottoms were worn out.
1: Yes. Like disgusting. I don't know. I hope you
2: burn those things. I washed them though. It was just, they, they were like matter, eight, eight, 10 years old. And they finally yeah. disintegrated. Yeah. There's no way fabric would even
1: last that no. long. unless there's some crazy stuff. Under. No, they,
2: I think it was <laughs> about junior year that they were finally, like I couldn't even use them anymore. Cause for a while, I had to wear another pair of socks underneath them because it, it was ridiculous. Uh, but I, I also have that uh, mock turtleneck with the sleeves cut off, the Blackhawks one. Yep. I still have mm-hmm. that thing and wear every now and then. It's funny. Nice. Those are like the things I was. I'm not super. Sister, yeah, super hey, Joe. Sister, Joe, just if a little. Joe, if I'm not mistaken,
1: are you about to get new equipment? Because this is something I actually working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Working was, on. S- got me in, in touch with his so, so let's uh, like getting back to a, a funny story here. <laughs> When uh, I took 10 years off of playing hockey. Yeah.
2: So what brought you back? Let me ask that.
1: Because, okay. So honestly, what brought me back is a need to start exercising. (laughs) And you know me, like we were talking about before, I hate running. It's just not something I love to do. And I needed to find something that I'd love to do, Yeah, it's going to get me more
2: active. Yeah, get the heart um, rate up. Yeah, get
1: the heart rate going. Because, you know, we're getting older. yeah are
2: starting to, starting to get
1: conscious about that kind of stuff.
2: I have less hair than when we played.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. I have zero <laughs> Still. Yeah, but you yeah. always had that haircut. Yeah, I've had it for a while. I've had yeah. it for a while. But uh, yeah, I took 10 years off and then coming back into it. And the only reason I even got back into playing goalie is because I wanted to just skate out. Yeah. I wanted the exercise of skating. You know? Yeah. Because
2: you were one of those goalies who you're a left-handed shot regularly. So because yeah. of that, you could always play the puck well. Yeah. Yeah. Which helps. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And, uh, I just got sick of going to all these skates and we would always have one goalie that wouldn't show up or Mm -hmm. just couldn't find another goalie. And then once guys started finding out that I was a previous goalie, they're like, dude, just bring the goalie equipment to the rink. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I don't actually don't even have any goalie equipment anymore. Uh, because when I, when I. When I uh, stopped playing my junior year, I, d- I don't even think I went down to the locker room to get my stuff. Really? I think I just left it all there. <laughs> wow. If you mind, I just, the year before, bought brand new pads. and. What, what you know, it, I and remember gloves.
2: you got it. What pads did you get? You got so, oh Yeah,
1: I got Bauer reactors because at the time, that's what Dominic
2: Hasek was wearing. Yeah, because yeah, you came in with the black ones, and then you got the ones with black and a little bit of red on them.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then I had the Von Vision glove. Yep. And the Von uh, Vision blocker.
2: Yeah, the same gloves I have.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, honestly, I I wish I could find that glove
2: again. I wish. I remember when that glove 18. came in, uh, Coach Farron. He's like, the effort came with an eighteen wheeler. It's so big. Yeah, it was the greatest glove. It had the best cheater on it. Yeah, It had the biggest pocket.
1: I mean, I felt like every puck would just magically just roll right into that pocket. When I get a
2: new glove, I'm going to let so many pucks in my glove side because I'm going to think I have that extra real estate and I don't.
1: Oh, yeah, Joe. And that's the thing with the new equipment now. It's way smaller.
2: Well, and you broke in that glove for me because we were sitting there watching yeah. the state tournament when it came in and you were just sitting there going like this with it for, you know, four days. And yep. it's like, this is sweet. I don't have to do it. Cause that was back when you had to break gloves in. Kids these days don't understand what it was like to have to break in equipment. Um, oh, I,
1: loved, I mean, that's, I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, oh, yeah. uh, getting giddy, giddy new goalie equipment, Joe. That's why I'm so excited for you. It's like one of the, it's like buying a new car. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen.
2: It's it's coming, it's going to happen. I've I've got the plan in place. Yeah, but I'm
1: interested to see your transition because this old equipment that you have it yep. just the newer stuff now is just so much more loose. Loose yep. and goosey is the best way I can explain. It. Like nothing feels connected to the right. body like it did before. Right. It I mean, we used to totally strap- different coming back to and also I mean, just the, the,
2: what was that? I was going to say, we what used to strap everything as tight as we could, even the, up top, you know, everything yeah. it was almost like a tourniquet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got a little reduced blood flow. Yeah, it no, it, it, it was. Yeah. But
1: I always felt that made it feel just more like everything was just one to your body. You know? Yeah. It was
2: an extension. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. That, that's something that I've, thought a lot about um, on a previous podcast. I had the fellow that goes by uh, the name goalie gear nerd on Instagram and mm-hmm. he's all about equipment. You know, he knows everything about specs and everything. And we've t- talked a little bit about what I'll want to do on specs in new Vaughns to not get the same feel, but as close as I can. Um, mm-hmm. And the guy that uh, S has connected me with, understands that too. And so there's going to be, you know, some, some specs I have that your average goalie these days would never get, you know, it's, they're going to be softer. I'm going to have the double knee break, you know, because you'd walk into our locker room and every goalie would have their pads like scrunched under so that they were the nice little S where today they want them perfectly straight.
1: Yeah. You know, and I think that's a problem. I think honestly the goalie pads itself, the leg pads are are too tall, where mm-hmm. it's almost it's it's hindering your athleticism, I feel yes. at some point, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's honestly what goalies need to get back to more, especially with the equipment being shrunken down. And who knows if it's even gonna get even smaller. But having more athletic goalies, I guess. Yep. Being able to be more athletic within your equipment. Yeah. Well, is you. What I want to say instead of just being the blocking, and I get the blocking, and there's definitely times in every single game, every single skate where you have to be a blocking goaltender. Yeah. But I just feel like maybe, maybe the pads could be a little smaller, not, yeah. not width wise, but down this way to yeah. make you more athletic.
2: You don't need the two inch tie rise. Maybe a one inch tie rise. Because you, yeah. You look at yeah. some of these goalies and you don't see their breezers at all. But then you look at pictures of Marty mm-hmm. Brodeur, even at the end of his career, which was not that long ago. Yeah. Yep. And there was maybe that much overlap of his pads and his breezers. Yeah. You know, but that allowed him to move around <clears throat> unlike any other goalie in the game at the time. Yeah. And
1: it also, I mean, I'm not sure maybe it's just me being crazy, but I feel like it shuts the five hole down quicker. I'm not sure if that makes any sense. Well,
2: it it does. All, it's funny though, because like the whole idea of these rises came from those thigh boards that were under the pads that closed yeah. the five hole. They, they made them illegal. So then people started going with the thigh rise. And I remember yeah. S was the first one that I knew that had like a two inch thigh rise on his original Vaughn velocities. And I, I tried him once yeah. at a uh, intramural game and his. It, it threw me mm-hmm. off, you know, yeah, even back that's then, great. an extra two inches where it's like when I get new ones, I'm not going over an inch because I, I think an inch is nice for closing that gap, especially as I get older and not as mobile. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, two inches, that. it's just, <laughs> it's too much to play the style of game you and I play.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, and people may, you know, I, I, People kind of like why, like why are you always stacking the pads and stuff like that? It's why so that? Difficult. But the thing with me is, for that is, I'm not the big goalie where I can just kind of yep. sit up there, you know, and be like that. I literally stacking the pads for me is sealing at least a, a two to three foot section on the ice, right, mm-hmm. right there. You're not, you're if you have the pad stack right there, nothing can get through yeah. to you.
2: Well, you, know. you and I are short goalies by today's standards. I'm 5'10", yeah. and you're right around that, too, if I remember. 5'9". 5'9". Uh, yeah. 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 I got you by escape late. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like by today's standards, we're not tall goalies, so we got to play a different game and take away in that different way. And, and I got a low crouch yeah. on top of that. Yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, when I talked to Richie, we were talking about how both of us have those low crouches. I remember when I had Richie on the show, I go, what were your first impressions when you saw me on the ice that, you know, freshman year of mine? And he goes, my first impression was you have a style that is well-suited for the beer leagues. He goes, I don't mean that in a bad way though. He's like, as like, I, I get what you're saying though. It's like, it's well, just true. this, you know,
1: a lot of truth buying that Joe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you do,
1: <too>, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just, cause you're not afraid. dude. You're not afraid to make those cross crease saves yeah you know, stretching like i was in shock i can't believe how limber you are still yeah it's, it's unbelievable
2: well part of it is it just like heart gumby or something because part of it is regular skates you know just keep yeah. skating and staying limber i still stretch off ice um but yeah oh see i
1: maybe i need to start doing that i literally leave my house show up five minutes before and Wonder why I play so horrible.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. The two times we've skated, you you played pretty well. I still there's times Joe where I just
1: sit there. And I'm like I to be honest with you, I didn't even see that puck. Well, <laughs> like the the way the puck comes off the stick now with these um, you know graphite yeah. sticks, it's unbelievable. That's why I'm saying there's obviously times to be a blocking goaltender. Yep. Um, but I think just mixing in you know. That athleticism too, yeah. which I know these NHL guys. I mean, who's it? Uh, Soros or something for the yeah, you Soros. That that's someone I really love. I, Mark I Andre Fleury,
2: he, even though he's playing the yeah. Wild right now, you got to appreciate the way he never gives up on a play. It's so tough, and I
1: love his love saves, man. I love that he does that windmill right in front of your yeah. face. You know, just it's, to let you know.
2: on the Engle podcast, they talk about it, and mm-hmm. they go back to you know he plays rebound. And playing rebound teaches you to never give up on a save and do whatever you need to. And how many hours did we play that game when we probably should have been oh, before. Did, I mean, like,
1: before we started practice, after, after practice. Every
2: practice ended with rebound.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, me, you know, being a uh, backup, man, it was
2: like my time to shine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those, those yeah. were so, and they would get competitive too. Uh, yeah. some of Oh, those. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh some my God. Like, hey,
1: where's this in the game guys?
2: It's yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day is to me, one of the best parts of the beer league now is yeah. that beer afterwards and just talking with the guys, <laughs> but you, yeah. you can't have that beer. So it's no, like, no,
1: no, I'm allergic to alcohol.
2: Yeah, I know. I I remember that freshman year when we gave you like half a beer just to get Well, you yeah, because
1: I mean I'm like, guys, I'm not joking. And I just remember uh, Danny Byron say
2: there's no way. Yeah. Like there's no way. Well it I'm like, I, no,
1: dude, I'm being serious.
2: <laughs> you were in Austin Demuth's room and I remember we, we gave you a little bit of beer and it was like two sips and you were already drunk and just laughing. You and Pete Benickey were yeah, you guys, I sitting you know, on that futon.
1: Never. I never drink. like literally to this day, just never drink. I mean, obviously I've wanted to actually, the only time I've ever really wanted a beer, honestly, Joe is on the golf course. Yeah. I don't know. Just something about drinking beers and golfing just, I don't know. Something I've always wanted to do. Yeah.
2: To me, it's a good cold beer after a skate, but then it's just, (laughs) it's the hanging out after whether it be in the locker room or in the parking lot, that that's the, that's what makes Beer League, I think.
1: Yeah, because we're all, you know, that's that's the thing with hockey, though, is, I mean, the locker room was almost as much fun as the games. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it was borderline. I mean, there's times I wish we had a uh, – a microphone to record some of these conversations,
2: just well, in borderline comedy. Sometimes it's a good thing we didn't have social media in those days either. Oh my we?
1: God, Joe, yeah. <laughs> you know, my wife and I, Chrissy, we talk about that all the time. Yeah, and just thank God. I mean, just imagine. Oh my God.
2: Yeah, okay, some of the stuff okay. that went on in those, you know, the pranks. I still remember, mm-hmm. um, Wurtz and Resco were having a prank war. And it was during captain's practices. And I sat next to Reska in that JV locker room and Wirtz comes in. He goes, you and you empty your, you got five minutes to empty your lockers. Otherwise everything's getting wet. And we're like, what? And he goes, I was almost ready to go on the ice. It's like, okay, not a big deal. we yeah. comes in with a giant uh, cooler <laughs> full of ice water and just right into the rest no. of his locker. Not always everything's soaking, but it's ice cold reska comes in sees it well now he's got to be on the ice in like 10 minutes (laughs) so he starts putting his stuff on and i'm I'm walking behind him on the way to the ice and you just hear squish 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 (laughs) and like his shoulders are sunk and his head's down just like dejected he's like i gotta skate like this i have no option yeah and it was shortly after that they decided to call a truce but i just remember (laughs) that one um so i
1: think i just oh the worst the worst the worst ones joe were the icy hot oh they were the icy hot in in the cup man just the absolute and
2: we we had that industrial strength stuff in the trainers yeah i mean
1: the thing is that you would get the guys that would literally do it the day before so then you would come in and you know it would be wet or anything you're like oh you know you know, because you're, you're going through, especially during that time where you know crap's going on. I mean, you're going through to make sure yeah. everything's cool. Like, nothing's, nothing's after. I still, But the me. guys that would do it the day before, so it would sit in your locker all night, it would dry up, and then you wouldn't really notice it until about a half hour into the skate. And yeah. by that time, it's too late, dude. It's too
2: late. <laughs> it's I like the late. one at, uh, during camp cut Mm. the laces like every couple of inches so as they start pulling (laughs) they're like oh now they go to pull the whole lace out and they they just get like this much more you know that was a nice one or uh taping the gloves together but (laughs) inside one big one it was like a bunch of little strands of tape that that was always a fun one then it was always fun to penny lock the kids into their rooms too (laughs) if they were being jerks um yeah there, there were a few of those where coach O and Terry and Donnie knew while we were picking on these kids that were just horrible. Yeah. Well, that's how I got the nickname, uh Bondo was that first year. <laughs> well, that that first year of hockey camp, you know, I'm just this kid, none of them knew because you know, it was all these guys that had worked camp before, because we had a few of the same old yeah. boys coming in, they all had their nicknames and we would charge the kids a quarter for swearing. Well, week two. Well, I remember that, yep. Week no two was spearing. so bad. We had enough money to buy a case of beer, uh, mm-hmm. a six-pack of Smirnoff, or no, it was Mike's Hard Lemon Eggs. That was new at the time.
1: Yeah. And
2: I think there was a bottle of vodka. So we were just sitting in the, it was the rare weekend. We didn't have any kids coming early or staying late either. So we're like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to have fun.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, so we were all set up in the common room for the air conditioning mm-hmm. and had Tiger Woods going on the PlayStation as nice. we always had. And we're yeah. sitting there playing and drinking. And mm-hmm. I, God,
1: even
2: people. though I'm Irish, I had never really been drunk before at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first time I really got drunk and mm-hmm. somebody's like, let's go bowling. And we're all like, oh, I can't drive, I can't drive. And P- <laughs> then PT comes walking in cause he was doing, he was mm-hmm. the head counselor. So he had paperwork and stuff. So he was no. still sober. He's like, well, I can drive. So then we start piling into the car and it's Mm -hmm. just this little bitty car. And we're like, uh, we don't have enough room. How are we going to get Bondo there? The door is open. And I just go, leave the door open boys. I start running. I dive headfirst across their laps and the the (laughs) windows are open. So PT closes the door. My feet are hanging out the window as we go down the, go down the hill to the bowling alley. But, uh, so we get checked in, I'm putting my shoes on and, Stinny looks back at me, just glass eyed. He goes, Hey, you got a nickname? I go, No, because he was just putting nicknames into the computer. Turns around, he's just looking at the computer, and he turns around, he goes, Bondo, I like it.
0: <laughs> so,
2: like, we were, like, what's the meaning of your nickname? It's like drunk oh. bowling. That's the, you know, and like, yeah. we don't think anything oh, okay, of okay. it. And we're all walking cross the rep the next morning to pick up our binders and everything and we're just all of us have sunglasses on we're in tough shape and coach o, donnie and terry are on the catwalk that are like hey fellas do you have a good evening or like yeah it, it was fun and then they're like and then donnie was like what about you bondo and we're all like huh <laughs> <laughs> and it just stuck and I, I remember sophomore year on terry would put on the practice sheet during tryouts joe bondo joe bondo <laughs> i think it was sophomore or junior year i was looking at the final roster with uh, russ swanson yeah and coach O put my real name on there drennan he's like who's this drennan kid is like dude that's me he's like no it's not your name's yeah, no, joe bondo it's like, no, it really is. I had to pull my license out to prove to him that my actual name was not Joe Bondo. <laughs> oh, my God. Joe, Yo, you know, what?
1: one thing I remember, like, do you still drink a ton of milk?
2: Not like I used to. No, I used to get six glasses in the, every day. Yeah, I was just like, this is what bones are never going to break.
1: With no. how much milk this guy drinks. <laughs> no,
2: in fact, I drank so much that I had to cut back oh, it was because like every
1: wasn't it? Like, it was like every meal though.
2: Yeah, just yeah, a row like of every milk glasses. Well, what's funny now is my daughter's lactose intolerant, so we only have almond milk in our house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like ah, how times have changed. Um, yeah, no no so, I, I'm being considerate of time because um, yeah. I know we can go all day, so. I don't know how many episodes you've listened to, but I like to close out mm-hmm. with a list of 10 rapid fire questions. And I know th- these are going to add to more okay. stories. So I'm going to get started. What's the okay. craziest coaching moment from your playing days? Oh, aside from man. Terry coming in wanting to chew.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was going <laughs> to say that was probably number one, <laughs> man, we're going to have to come back to that because I really need to think about that there was quite a few. (laughs) I I mean, I, there's, you know, one literally sticks out is I remember, I I can't remember if we, so it's like my freshman year when we lost, I think it was like eight or nine games in December. And I just remember being in the locker room and coach oh like he had never like i'd never seen the dark side of coach O before mm-hmm. because he, at the but you know freshman i he was always super nice yeah. you know i guarantee he's just you know doing that to be a good guy yeah but the moment i saw the hat come off i was like whoa <laughs> coach O, serious here yeah but, yeah, that was – oh, man, I'll never forget that. But at that time, I was – he needed to do something. Oh, yeah.
2: Yes. I mean, you can't
1: lose that many games in a row.
2: Yeah, that one – I was – Terry told me I was supposed to be called up at that time.
1: Yeah. To yeah.
2: help shake things up. But that's that was right after break, and I had my wisdom teeth got infected. And I had to oh, have them pulled. God. So not only did I miss yeah. getting called up to varsity, but yeah. I missed – a two games that I was supposed to start on JV because I had to have my wisdom teeth pulled but before they could get pulled oh, the infection had to clear up and I I was in rough shape. I still remember when Terry caught me uh, sneaking sandwiches out to the bench during JV games and my breezers <laughs> he's like because I would just you know kind of sneak to the side eat them and he's like what do you have I was like sandwiches he's like do you have another one yeah well can I have one <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that, that was a amusing time oh uh, were, were you at the game when we were playing shattuck well it would have been our sophomore year so we were yeah. playing at shattuck and mike walsh grandpa walsh he and i played high school hockey together yeah. but uh terry we were losing and Terry's oh, you, hold on i had totally
1: forgotten about that guy until you mentioned him right there
2: yeah Missed that dude. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa. He, Grandpa. He was something yes. else. Uh, so but I remember Terry's like, if you lose all these high school kids, you no French fries on the way home. And yeah, Grandpa winds yeah. up getting that breakaway where he uh, scores the goal, had goal, and he just comes back to the bench, sits down, and he goes, nobody fucks with my French fries. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that trip, too, because – that team, I, I I think we should look back at who was on that.
2: Yeah, I've, I've because i because I think
1: I don't think if we would have lost that team, it would have been such a, a horrible thing.
2: No, because I mean that that was the time that Taves and Crosby were there. Yes, and um, <laughs> th- there were a couple others. But do you remember? They were renovating the visiting locker room. So we didn't have showers. And they're like, oh, you guys can use our showers before you go. But we had to walk yeah. across the rink. And yeah, we walked across, well, half of us walked across in our towels. Yeah. Uh, as all these little high school girls are out there. And then Kerry had to come into the room. He's like, whoever still has to shower has to walk over there and close. Yes. yes. <laughs> that we're on a high school campus. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, eh, I didn't think about it. It didn't bother us. Yeah, that, you know? dude,
1: that was, that's cool. I, I yeah. forgot about that Shannock game. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. well, because we played them in our barn like two weeks prior and we yes. beat them. It yes. was still a close game. I mean, the, good mm-hmm good hockey players obviously but then we went to their bar and we're like we we can't lose to these guys yeah we're not losing to a high school team i just
1: remember having that conversation we're not losing to a high school team
2: yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so okay so those are some good ones um what's your favorite all-time goalie mask
1: my favorite all-time goalie mask Ooh, ooh, probably John Casey's 1991 North Stars. That's a good one. Because I'm a huge North Stars fan. Yeah. Obviously John Casey was one of
2: my idols growing up. It's so simple too. Yeah, it it
1: was simple in just the stars, the black, the yellow, the green. Yeah. That mask. Yeah. And I would say probably, uh, you remember a guy by the name of Felix Poppin?
2: I hate Felix Poppin because he was a Hawks killer. Well, yeah, Felix I respect Klopp, him when he, now. When he
1: played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah, he had a sweet dude. That helmet was awesome. That was the uh, first time ever. I think he wore a Warwick. If I'm not mistaken, do you remember that? Yeah, I think he wore a Warwick. That Warwick. Yeah, helmet. Oh, that's something that is. I, if I could get a hold of a Warwick helmet, yeah, now, they still make them. Amazing. Yeah, but aren't they super expensive?
2: Uh, yeah, Danny Byron had one. He had a war yeah. helmet well, he did. with a Miska paint job. I was like, yes. oh.
1: Yes, he yeah. had the sweetest. Danny Byron had the sweetest helmet. Yeah. He Cake did.
2: Eater for me, Dinah. Yep. No, oh, I, I, I yeah. think I had the sweetest St. Mary's helmet, but I'm biased because it's yep. over there <laughs> over my shoulder. But what, what I liked about it was the simplicity of yes. my. By, yep. Byron did have a cool one. Richie had a cool one too. Yeah, but
1: didn't Dan? He had like the Chrome cage, and
2: yeah, it just
1: and at that time Chrome was just kind of coming out. Like he had Chrome before everybody went to
2: Chrome, and I I just remember how light that mask was too.
1: Yeah, oh, it was unbelievable,
2: unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah. those. So, what is your favorite rink that you've played at? My favorite rink ever. Yeah,
1: ever that I've ever played at. Ooh. I would say man nothing will will really beat the old civic center so so
2: with the clear boards
1: yeah so but when we were there so in 98 was the very last tournament they had at the old civic center yeah that probably has to be one of the coolest rinks i've ever skated
2: at personally. Myself. How was it tracking pucks with those clear boards? I've always but, wondered. No, that.
1: at that time it wasn't clear boards. So they had the clear boards okay. this is like back in the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah. They, and then they went to regulation uh, boards. Okay. That. But just the, um, that is such an historic building to me. Yeah. Just because I grew up, you know, idolizing these guys that went to the state tournament and just being like, I want to do that at some point in my life. Yep. And then to be able to physically play at that arena that I watched it in, because in the next year, they bulldozed it and now we have XL Energy Center. Yeah,
2: yeah. Which,
1: I mean, that's probably one of the greatest rings ever too.
2: Yeah, well, I, I would say Chicago Stadium.
1: Which- Chicago Stadium, where, are you talking the ones where you had to walk up the stairs to get to the rink? Yeah, yeah. Are you are talking United Center.
2: No, the old Chicago Stadium. Yeah, that the old. Okay. Awesome. Oh yeah,
1: and that place. That place got loud, dude.
2: Oh, I it was... watching playoff games.
0: Ooh,
2: oh, that place I, was Yeah, I, I only got to go to a few Hawks games there, but I still remember the first Hawks game. I told this one to Eddie Belfour. We they are uh, the last year of the old dude, stadium. I still
1: can't believe you interviewed him, dude. Yeah, he. Him, That's unbelievable. Him and Dane were too. pretty was... awesome
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, still I brought I, up the save i mean dude, i got the, my of all time i got my ba- Belfour whiskeys right over there that he sent with the he outs. did send it nice yeah um did. but i still remember it was new year's eve the last year in the old building and i was so excited i was gonna get to see eddie Belfour play live yeah. in person and Jeff Hackett comes yeah. walking up the stairs, and I was so mad. And he was like, "I was probably mad too, because I wanted to start every game." Yeah, <laughs> that was the
1: one game he probably didn't start.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, I did get to see him like a week or two later when I went back with a buddy of mine for a game. Yeah. But it was like, oh, what a place! Yeah, that's so loud so cool. with that Oregon just. Yeah, I
1: wish. I mean, those all the Joe Lewis Arena.
2: Yeah, I mean Chicago. Not yeah. so much
1: the Met Center, but
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard good things about the Met Center though. But
1: uh, I saw I saw one game in there, it wasn't anything
2: special, dude. yeah, it wasn't anything, special. yeah, yeah. I'm for, that we have XL energy now. For me, I do have to say one of my top two rinks, so it has to be at St. Mary's rank just because of all the memories, okay. you know, yeah,
1: yes, yes, dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember going there, remember, uh. What coming out there, and um, we had the uh, the guys holding the lights. And uh, what yeah. song? What song was that that came out? Uh, I should know this. Jeez, what
2: was, was it? Alien Ant Farm, or something? Because I started doing the music I think our junior year, and yeah, uh, and it I
1: change. I know that much, but I can't remember what that song. But every time I hear that song now, it's what I think of. Is stepping out on that St. Mary's ice. Yeah
2: so when I started doing the music I always had it is start me up when the team took the ice because my wife told me that's what they played when the North Stars took the ice I was like okay (laughs) I'll have a nice little nod to these North Stars fans Um, (laughs) although I the first time the refs came out and I played because back then we still had three three officials on the ice not four and I played three blind mice and uh, <laughs> Coach Olson started laughing because he said they skated over the bench with smiles on their face. They go, okay, who gets the bench minor for this one? And all three <laughs> coaches, you know, they all point over to me. <laughs> and uh, the, the official in charge that night, he goes, never mm-hmm. stop doing that. That's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's that, though, it was kind of fun doing music for those games. Um, yeah. So what was your favorite all-time stick that you used as a goalie?
1: My favorite? Oh, that's a great one. Actually, I just literally talked about this with a buddy, and it has to be for me, for me, has to be the coho. Do you remember that coho
2: those stick? Those blue cohos we had yeah. that freshman year.
1: Oh, those were by far my yeah.
2: favorite stick. Yeah, They were too short for me. Yeah, that's why
1: I loved them. That's why. <laughs> yeah. The only problem with it, though, is you remember if you took a slap shot, oh, they just shattered a little up on the heel, just a hard slap shot, the stick was done.
2: Yeah. Stick. Yeah. I mean, according to Coach Farron, that's because he had probably ordered them five years prior, so many of them that they're probably dry rot just sitting in the stick well, And that's,
1: you know, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's obviously why I was probably using
2: you
1: know? <laughs> Yeah, but- got how I was we... literally going through a stick. And this was one of the greatest things at St. Mary's is you got free sticks. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't imagine today, I'm not sure today if they do get. I mean, I can't imagine. That's got to be so expensive for that equipment now.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Well, and the sticks, if- you know i remember going into summer break he would sell us sticks too It was like three for 20 bucks yeah yeah you know which i was the only one using the, the yeah i was the only one using the christians our senior year and there were like six left and i gave him my 20 bucks and he's like just take the rest of them i was like 20 yeah. <laughs> bucks for a half dozen sticks sweet what's
0: going on here
2: <laughs> yeah i was yeah. like I'll, I'll i'll take that deal any day now now I'm still cheap. It's like a hundred bucks for a foam core stick. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe some of the prices on those sticks, I, I, you know,
1: I saw a goalie stick for $300. Yeah. How is this even, who's paid for this? And how, how can people afford this? Yeah. It, you how, know, how can you move forward with $300 goalie sticks?
2: Yeah. And they wonder why numbers are starting to dwindle yeah. and they can't, you know, it's like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like there's a goalie shortage. I've yeah. heard a, like goalies playing on two, you know, two different teams during the season.
2: Yep.
1: Like how can you play on two different teams?
2: That's yeah. insane. But yeah, I
1: mean, your unbelievable opportunities for those goalies to play in that many. Oh games.
2: God. Yeah. That much rubber. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So what's your favorite youth hockey memory?
1: My favorite youth hockey memory will forever be my buddy, who's running Francisco Hockey, he scored a overtime goal. And this was in Pee Wees. So we're just kicking off Hermantown Hockey here, though. But he scored an overtime goal to kick us into the regional tournament. And at that time, we had never been to regions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which to us was like our state tournament, basically. Yeah. You know, and him to score that goal in the celebration, just uh, the locker room. It's a good, good, good memory (laughs) for sure.
2: That's awesome. Um, See, I I hate this Apple Watch because I get text messages and then I'm like, who's that? Uh, (laughs) That comes up on my watch. Um, So after after that, so what is the best chirp you've heard on the ice, off the ice, uh, directed at you, not directed (laughs) at you? Uh best one you've heard.
1: Best chirp. Ooh man, I'm not sure. Ooh. Some of those I cannot say on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're rated wise. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh man, I would say I don't Oh, I didn't know Koreans could play hockey, I guess. <laughs> this is after I probably made like 35 saves. <laughs> A guy just came up to me at the end. Uh, this is in like an AJ game too, by the way. So this oh, nice. Cool. But he just came up to me. He's like, dang.
2: <laughs> didn't know Koreans can play hockey. That's funny. Of <laughs> well, one of the best answers I've heard to this one was from David Hutchins of uh, Inglewood. Uh, his son's goalie coach looked at him and said, you must be really good at dodgeball. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, okay, that that is pure gold right there. Um, So.
1: No, here's another one too. So I, (laughs) man, it was like in, this was like, we had those scrimmages, uh, you know right before the final cut right the red white thing yeah the yeah that's what it that's yeah.
2: what it was yeah that that was one and of i my... just
1: remember i think he was i'm not sure if it was kate lee or if it was ryan holland that came by and i was struggling to do it i told you i had just a horrible trial right yeah <laughs> he just skates behind that he's like you know you're supposed to stop the puck right before it crosses the, the red line behind you <laughs> I just like you
2: yeah <laughs> That was, I, I remember um, when, when Terry and Donnie called me into the coach's room to tell me, you know, hey, we're going to keep you, but you're going to be the backup. And then they said, by the way, you're starting the red-white game. You've earned it. I was like, sweet. So mom, mom and dad came in for that one. Nikki was already uh, transferred to St. Kate, so she came down for the weekend. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, I, didn't. I, I totally forgot
1: that she transferred. Man, your senior year?
2: Yeah. Oh, wow okay yeah so uh well she had to be closer to home to be near doctors and stuff um yeah. but uh I still remember you know hearing who was Corey Phelps was doing the uh, announcing at the time the uh old volleyball coach and it was and now starting angle senior from Chicago Illinois it was like hearing that was pretty cool at least here at once and then I remember after I played my first period and me mm-hmm. and s are you know standing side by side on the benches you know he is on the white or red team i was on the white team he's like dude why why did you have to get engaged so you know early in your school career now we can't go out and to the bars (laughs) together it's like dude you're looking at it all wrong he's like what do you mean it's like i'm the ultimate wingman i have no problem going up (laughs) saying hi like have, have you met my friend ryan and like you don't have to worry about me getting in the way he's like Dude, we're going out to the bars after the game, and it's like, Mom and Dad are in town. It'll have to be next weekend. All right, you're on. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a fun one. It's funny because in the same spot, we were playing one of those junior B teams, and they always wanted to fight, but we never yeah, that's did. That's
1: what I'm saying. Those junior wow. B games were some of the roughest had Yeah. Heavy. Seen in my life,
2: but they always wanted to fight, and we never did. And one of the goalies looks at me. And he's like, "So do you guys not fight because you're a Catholic school?" And I look at him. I go, "No, we don't fight because we're wearing cages, you idiot." And he goes, "Yeah, oh, I suppose <laughs> that makes sense."
1: Yeah, what are you gonna do? It?
2: <laughs> yeah, it was like, "Oh yeah, I, I suppose." And I kind of looked at him. And I said, "Well, I guess that's why I'm playing college hockey, and you're not right now."
1: <laughs> and college hockey had way stricter rules on fighting. Oh yeah, you
2: fight, you're suspended.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it it was crazy. In juniors, you fight, you get a penalty and you can come back.
2: Yeah. You get (laughs) an extra beer at your locker after the game, you know, which leads me to the next question. I'm not, I'm going to change it because usually I ask what's the worst post game beer, but as we mentioned, you can't have one. What's the worst post game drink for you?
1: The worst post game drink for me
2: would probably,
1: man, would probably be a beer.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, because you wouldn't be able to get home. You'd need somebody to drive you after that first sit. To watch
1: me, uh, yeah, take care of
2: me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, When you tape your stick, do you go heel to toe or toe to heel? When I tape my
1: stick, um, I actually go, what I do, Whatever the pattern, so it goes against the grain of the puck when you're shooting it. That's what I do. So I, if that's toe to heel, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think it's toe to heel. I'm not sure. But whatever, you know what I'm talking about? So you have the
2: friction against the puck. Yeah. It comes up really yeah. I do, whatever but I've, I've never paid attention for that reason because I've never been good at playing the puck.
1: Yeah, to be and here's the reason why I, I don't really know because I don't buy brand new sticks anymore. I yeah. go to sports and just buy like a twenty dollar yeah. wood or whatever the best I can get for twenty bucks. And that's yeah. what I <laughs> that's what I <I'm> view <laughs> yeah.
2: So I was I've never been very good at playing the puck, but do you remember yeah. our first game at um, Gustavus? and I'm mm-hmm. playing, and do you remember Gustavus was a much smaller rink, and we go from our Olympic rink to Gustavus where there's probably this much room behind the net, yeah. and they, the first time that puck is rung around, I get that push I'm used to getting to get to our boards. I bounce off the boards and come away, and the puck <laughs> goes right by me, and I look at the bench, and Terry's just laughing. He goes, I forgot to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I liked playing at that rink, though. There's just something about it with the the elevated uh, stands above the glass and the fact that they had the spit guard over the penalty box. Yeah,
1: did you – okay, did you ever go to St. Olaf? Do you you remember St. Olaf's barn? Because this was the place where you couldn't actually dress at the rink. They bust you. Yeah, I didn't go there – to the actual rink <laughs> they got a new rink
2: though now oh they do they needed yeah.
1: one obviously that 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 was my um you know just another quick story that was kind of my oh my god this is this is division three hockey right here yeah what I was you know because you go to St. Mary's and it's everything's nice you have the locker rooms everything looks normal right
2: yeah we, we had
1: you, I, I'm pretty sure it was it was St. Olaf but you go to St. Olaf
2: yeah it was,
1: and it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had chicken coop wire, you know, instead of netting up on
2: top. <laughs> I mean, it was just. Well, I terrible. remember in the summertime, Goldie would always talk about what a dump it was. He's yeah, like, "Yeah, it was but, I mean, it's, but know, it's our dump." He'd say, "Yeah." It,
1: uh, at, at that point, it's like, "Why aren't we just playing outside?"
2: Yeah. we should just be playing outside. <laughs> yeah, we, we did thing. have a pretty nice setup. I, I, I even remember when we'd go play St. So I have to take a look at this.
1: Then I would love to see their new yeah. rink. Yeah,
2: I remember when we'd even go play St. John's. Their JV team didn't even play at the same rink as their varsity team. Oh, really? Yeah, they played. Where'd they play? Uh, some community I remember, rink. I
1: remember going to the Hippodrome or the the Coliseum is where. No, no, we played there. You're the, thinking the, Hamlin.
2: Hamlin and St. Thomas played at the Coliseum at that yeah, time. Yeah,
1: but the thing with the Coliseum, awesome rink, right? Yeah. It's not awesome when you only have two people in the stands.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's awesome when it's packed. want
1: to talk about an echo chamber, it was just, oh, you can hear just the, the, the slap shot would just echo.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the night that Trotch had to babysit me because of my concussion, they were playing Hamlin and I remember we get there and I'm looking at their banner and it's the fighting Pipers and the logo they had at the time. And, like I'm just going off like fighting pipers. Who's scared of a piper, yet alone a fighting one? Like just and Hamlin was bottom of the barrel of the Mayak yeah. at that time. Yeah. Which uh speaking of which, did you see the baseball team won the Mayak Championship last night? They beat Saint Thomas in their St. Thomas' last division three game to win the, wait, 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 who did? the the St. Mary's baseball team won the oh, Mayak oh, Championship. Yeah. That's awesome. That's First awesome. time they've ever done that
1: that's good. And I love that that was their last game in division three will be a loss
2: to St. Mary's. It, that, and awesome. Did you see who's coming back to coach the softball team? No, Ooh. John Cheetah, the guy that led them to the national championship yeah. and then left for St. Thomas. He said he doesn't want to coach division one. So he came back to St. Mary's. That's awesome. Yeah. that's so cool. He was well, you, you were an Ed's our freshman year. He was our, our, uh, I was not. I was not. I was in. Oh, that's right. You were just always in Ed's. But Christy, Eds. she lived in Ed's. Yeah. Yeah. So you lived in Ed's. Yeah. Cause you were roommates yeah. with um, Palmer yeah. and Newski. They- uh, so I, I almost wound up yeah. with your roommate freshman year because my roommate, um, I woke up too many times to him with other people in our room. And so I went to the hall directors, like, something's got to give here. Well, this kid wound up getting moved out of the school to begin with. But uh, Richter, Richter had it. I was going to move it because you guys technically had a quad for a room, but there were only three of you. So he's like, well, there's a couple of hockey players in there. He had it. I was going to move in with you guys. Yeah, you should him, man. Well, yeah. Considering Palmer's still one of my good buddies today and new ski. Yeah. 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 Probably better that I didn't in the long run. <laughs> so next question, we're almost done. What's your favorite number to wear and why?
1: Number 30, for sure, by far, that was my number. Um, and that is honestly because of uh, John Casey. Yeah. Number 30. John Casey, by far, one of the greatest goalies to ever come out of Minnesota.
2: Yeah.
1: Actually, I'm just going to say it. He is the greatest goalie to ever come out of Minnesota. <laughs>
2: that it's a pretty good argument there. So the the last question is what advice do you have for young goalies? What
1: advice I would definitely say to, first of all, never, ever, ever, ever give up on anything. Secondly, you know, you got to be a warrior, being a warrior, having that mentality. It starts up here, right, Joe? I mean, goal is all up in here. (laughs) So having that mental strength, working on that, it's something I'm I'm very big into. Yeah. Because everybody can play the position, everybody can do all the fundamental things, right? But yep. it's second advantages that you have, you know, your you, the mental power.
2: Yeah. Not everybody you're can shake able, off that goal.
1: Yeah, being able to overcome, you know, like uh, for example, just the other day, Marc Andre Fleury, he gets scored on twice, right? Yep. Everybody thinking this game's over. I can't wait. You know, we're gonna kill. We're gonna kill Vegas. Well, yeah. what happened?
2: Minnesota's what planning happened? their parade.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the final score wasn't it like six to two or five
2: yeah. to two. The the headline was amazing in the newspaper. Wild take three three0 lead to lose five to two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was depressing. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge wild fan too. Yeah. yeah. I really don't like the way this series is is turning out. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are like 2003. Yeah, that was 2003 and we are not that team. We're not Wiley veterans. We're very young and talented.
2: I do like what Garen's doing with this team though. I love it, dude. I love it
1: a hundred percent. It's something we need to do probably before the Parisi-Suter trade.
2: Yep, yeah. yeah it's it, He's definitely got them going in the right direction. Yeah. that's for yeah. sure and and he's not afraid of whose feelings he hurts by you know getting guys benched or anything like that it's like no I don't care you, yeah. we gotta do this for the good of the team not your ego so Al I appreciate it um, I, I knew we'd go over the typical hour I typically go but uh, I don't care yes. um, <laughs> I, I know when, when we skate again we'll probably have more stories to tell and uh, that's, I, the I,
1: that's the thing with this Joe I know there's going to be a hundred other things uh, after this I could be like why didn't
2: I pick that up but, yeah well that's why I, I want to get S on we've been going back and forth I, I had him scheduled and then he got COVID and he had to get back to coaching all his goalies afterwards he's like Mike I, he's like I, I, I got to focus on what's making me money first is like, I totally get it so I, mm-hmm. I want to get him on and then I, I want to get in touch with Rogalski maybe summertime will be better for him um oh, man. Talk to him. i i got i gotta get his side of the story uh um, yeah definitely i would
1: love we should have a round table discussion yeah.
2: of- <laughs> well that, ultimately that's what i want to do because I, I i i can get in touch with frishman i i can probably track down byron get a couple of us on there and, and donnie too. said he's game donnie oh yeah no, uh donnie netto yeah yeah oh, uh,
1: okay. yeah god i
2: love that man yeah, yeah. He's, he's a treasure to the St. Mary's community for sure.
1: He's actually, you know what, we got to do him respect now. It's
2: H-O-F. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Well, and H-O-F, Dottie Netto. And he and I talked a little bit about that when I had him on because he had already found out he had been in, you know, he was being inducted, but he hadn't been inducted yet. So, yeah, well well deserved, Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely one of the mentors I had while definitely I was there.
1: He put in so much time there I mean the thing with coaching and especially with a guy like him man is you know here I am 40 some years old I will never forget him
2: ever. yeah
1: yep you know same thing with Donnie same thing with Terry you know you just don't forget your coaches like that
2: yeah so I I, I would love to track down Terry and even though the podcast is goalies, every once in a while I have somebody who's not a goalie, I'd love to have them on the uh, podcast to ask them, what were you thinking with that? Yeah, the, have you actually, group? you know what,
1: Joe, You, what? who's the new coach now? Who's um, the new
2: coach? Oh, I can't remember his name off the top kinda, of my head. I keep getting the emails from the alumni I kinda, team. I can't, yeah,
1: I can't remember. I kind of. You know, after Donnie left, I was just kind of kind of checked out of St. Mary's hockey. But then, you know, it was a couple of years ago. I was just like, I wonder how these cats are doing now.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think this new coach is, is pretty good. So. Yeah,
2: he, he's definitely trying to build the program up to what uh, we've always wanted it to be. And every now and then I'll take in a game when they're playing at like Bethel right. or something at the Super Rink. That, hey, that's... Well, Joe, next time, call me. I'll yeah. go with you. I would, lo-
1: I would love to go see St. Mary's hockey game with you. Yeah, for sure.
2: or- Next time they play in Bethel or yeah. even Augsburg, we'll, we'll have to get a few of us together. I, I, I can get Emmons to come. I'm sure we can get Newski and some of the other fellows out there. Love it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So well, but I appreciate you being on and uh, it, it's been fun. It's a, it's always fun talking to you. Yeah. I'm so happy. We were able to cool. connect to skate and, you know, kind of rekindle the friendship.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, Joe. I mean, we hadn't talked to each other in years, man. And it just, I remember seeing you, it was like, dude, just like never Yeah, left. it was like, we, yeah. It's the craziest thing I was telling Christy, I'm like, it feels like I just, like, was talking to him the other day, you know, it's
2: weird. Yeah, next time I'm invited <laughs> out for Monday night, I'm going to have to, I still have my red, white, reversible St. Mary's practice Yeah, I might no. have to wear that. Yep. Dude, <laughs> that's <laughs> It's a collector's piece. Yeah, it's pretty tight. It has a rip in the shoulder, which it always had. But yeah, yeah, I may may have to break that one out next time. I
1: think with mine, I just
2: ended up tearing just the red piece
1: out and just wore that. Because I hated how that thing was heavy. Yeah. That jersey was heavy because it was two basically into one.
2: Yeah, it was two. And even though they were like these cheap, breathable jerseys, because it was two, they didn't breathe very well. They got super wet.
1: I mean, the, it, you've held a Jersey now. I mean, yeah. whatever the material it's made of, those things are light. I mean, yeah. everything is unbelievably light. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. And even when you're
1: sweating, yeah. I mean, it's a whole new thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I got some stuff I gotta get done here in the yard this afternoon. And uh, I, like you said, I know we're gonna continue the conversation later, so. Definitely, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Thanks again. I appreciate it. I'm glad we are able to uh, finally get it done.
1: Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Definitely from uh, recollecting on some of those old stories, man. Yeah. It's been too long
2: Thank you, Chrissy, for uh, getting the technology side of it figured out for you. (laughs) 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 Exactly. All right. Well, have a good one, my friend. We'll be in touch. Al and I could have talked for hours sharing stories of our playing days recounting the old SMU days, and just talking about the game we both love. When I started the podcast, we talked about having having him on as a guest. We tried scheduling it a few times, but life got in the way and we had to reschedule, so I was excited to actually get to record this week with him. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we both did. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube simply by searching for Wash Up Goalie, and I'll pop up. Visit washupgoalie.com for some great hockey-related content, my Beer League Hockey video highlights, when I'm able to find a skate these days, and of course, all podcast episodes. If you want some washed-up goalie or Tendy talk apparel, be sure to visit my Threadless shop by clicking the merchandise link on my website. If you like this podcast, go listen to the BLPA Big Show. It's the OG BLPA Podcast Network Show. The BLPA Big Show is a couple of beer league players chatting about beer league hockey, draft experience shenanigans, and exploits from around the game. The show is hosted by Nick Jones and former Tendy Talk guest Trish Dangle. Other co-hosts will fill in occasionally when, when they have somebody lined up as well. I need to thank the band The Zambonis for allowing me to use their music on my podcast. You can download their music on iTunes or listen wherever you stream music from. I'm working on lining up other goalies to talk to. If you are a goalie or have connections to a goalie who I should talk to, shoot me an email at washedupgoalie39 at gmail.com or send me a DM on social media. Let's not forget, if you're a brand who wants to sponsor the show, be sure to reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk. And finally, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on the podcast platform you're listening on. It's a quick action on your part that helps others find tendy talk. Until next time, keep your stick on the ice and your body square to the puck.